What's up, fuckers? Alright, Alright, yeah, I'm not rolling. Um, microphone check, uh, one, two, what is this? But hey, um, welcome to episode five. I got, we in the car, by the way. I got Greg, Alex, Ari, and her man's, uh, Aaron. Yep. Yo, what's uh, up? JT not here once again, but what's new? Yeah. <laughs> Yet again, I'm he ain't show up, but Thank you, nigga. whatever. Uh, shout out Bubs, though, outside his crib. But, um, first, I want to talk, y'all know about, like, the 6 9 shit, or, like, y'all actually know what's really going on with the nigga? Uh, I mean, I just heard that, like, he's, uh, I think he's, he's, like, about to get, th- he's facing, like, 32 to life, yeah, and yeah. they're isn't claiming that he's part of the most dangerous sect of the, the Bloods. Yeah, isn't, like, 17 counts of, like, various stuff? But the thing, I remember when he first came out, there was, he was saying that, he was like, y'all never seen me, like, he said he had, like, never pledged a fel- like, fact, like, and I don't want to get too deep into the street shit, because, you know. Nah, I'm not gonna you talk gonna get your about this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. You don't I talk was, about murder ink. Yeah, facts, facts. But uh, I don't know. I'm. That nigga was yeah, lucky. Uh, he kind of had it coming. I, I'm not even gonna catch. I mean, yeah. His lawyer said he's just an artist that right, like portrays. that portrays that image. But I mean, I lucky. I mean, that's what that's what Pac was at the end of the day. But uh, what? But I mean, Pac wasn't a gangster at all. Greg is about to set it off. I mean, what I don't know, bro. No, it's, it's he okay. Won't. He, won't. he won't. But yeah, but I'm saying he wasn't He's, out. He wasn't out like six nine was. What I'm saying. I mean, yeah, blatantly like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah, you I know, don't. He won't okay. out like trolling like that. But okay. he did. He did portray something that he wasn't to sell records. I mean, when you see the photos, what he looked like, like before he got the orange hair, like that. Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah. Oh, he looked like a whole different dude, bro. Yeah. But, but I mean, <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all like his music? Nah, no, I'm not. I fuck with Gummo, Loki. Nah, I mean that's. It depends. On that's not like yeah. a club song, though. You feel me? Like that's like a yeah. party song, like. Yeah, but you won't catch me like bopping that. Yeah, I would never bop to that shit. Like, or like you, his new drum with Bobby Schmurda. Like I don't like that song. Yet. That, don't he got a shit with a uh, Nikki too? Got, like, I I yeah. did not like that song. It's not, it's not and it got played out. I don't know anybody on the radio that's actually good. I mean, nah, I don't listen to radio. On the radio. I don't listen to the radio at all. That was but I'm saying that I hear consistently. Yeah. You tried that. No. Nah. Wait, we you don't think Kendrick good? I mean, Drake, Drake, if you want to call him Drake. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Drake is Because Drake, Drake literally makes every year, it's like a radio yeah. top Travis, 100. Travis. Oh, yeah, Travis, nice. But I, I mean. Know, Travis is, I didn't like his, I did not like his last album at all. How? how? Ex- no, 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 no. I mean, no. I was, like it. Hold the fuck up. How? I'm sorry. I mean, it's not what I wanted to hear. The, the first, what did you want? I wanted to Oh, so when you want to hear something and I can't. I can't do that. That's cool. No, no, no. You no. can want to hear J. Cole. We, I mean, we not, you know. No, I'm talking about, like, old Kendrick. You hate when I do, say I want to listen to old Kendrick. But no, that's cool. But I'm just saying, even. I get I, to the point, bro. I just didn't like the last album. Like, the first album I fell in love with Travis Scott was. Matter of fact, Birds in the Trap. That album, like, I love that album all the way through. I like what? Rodeo. Bro, you don't like, like Days rodeo Before? Too. Yeah, Days Before Rodeo. Backyard was, like, my shit. But. I didn't like like I was I listened to it like five times I just couldn't fuck with it. Now the song Sickle Mode was alright. It was a couple of joints up there that were alright, but I just didn't. Sickle like Mode it. was trash. Drake carried it the whole way. I mean, it was just does. look Drake at the production of the song. Don't only look at the. I and mean, I mean, like he's not. A, he's really he's just a a vibe. Like he's not. I mean, yeah, he's not like a lyricist like yeah, that. I mean, so, like if you listen to like some. So of it was hit song. or miss, like because sometimes a bad. Okay. Sometimes a good rapper can carry. But have you seen beat. have you seen his shows though? It's not about like sitting there and like yeah, vibing. G-shit. It's about like okay, ma- you mosh, bro. Yeah, like that. Right. He encourages you to rage at his show. 
Like he'll yeah, be like, you I mean, guys better fucking Okay, that's rage. cool and all, but at the end of the day, I'm not at a show most of the time, so I want to sit and listen to it. And not, you know, but, like... Everything sounds good when niggas lick it up and, and fucking pause, fade it. Pause. <laughs> what? Nah, pause. <laughs> what do you mean pause? Lick it up. <laughs> Liquored up. No, no, no. But you oh, said, you said, no, but up. on God, you said licked it, lick it yeah, up. Because you said nigger last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, chill. You bring that shit up every podcast. But no, I mean. That's going to come up to bite us. Travis bad. Scott is just, I, like, he's one of the people, the few people in the mainstream that are, like, newer that I actually do like. But I just didn't like the last project. He's, like, been on. He's, like, he's not really main. He's not new in the mainstream He's now. newer. I don't like anybody. Oh, he's like, been around since, like, 2013. It's 2018. That's five years ago. That's a he's lot of time. He's newer to me. I mean, okay, he's really not new in the sense that you're around five years. He's not an OG, tough. but he's like, he's like. Yeah, so to me, he's new. Like when I say when I think about like mainstream, I think about like the stab. He's not. He's established. I would say. Bro, he's beyond established. He okay, has a record label. Let's cut it. Let's cut it. He has a record label. <laughs> okay, bad. What the fuck? The, the Cash Me Outside girl got a record label. Doesn't mean no, shit. bro. No, like he he literally has a sect of like. Oh, his, uh, like a record label like It's Cactus it, Jack That's his record label Like oh, Shaq he, West Is signed so to him So wait I thought he was on um, He's on good But oh, Cactus so Jack Is a subset Like a so sub So is that really A record label Yes bro Cause I he mean, can sign artists he's, Okay Okay uh, Good music is a branch Of Def Jam Yes So that is a branch Of good music Which is just a, it's, a fucking, it's a child of Def Jam So is it really his label Yes it's still a label Bro like There's people that like Okay like Rocky They, they literally will post like some of their stuff through like like or like people that rap for Interscope, uh-huh. they'll like literally they'll have like a sub label, but Interscope will publish the records. So okay. I got a question. So that means you gotta cut the check for Def Jam and sometimes that's like that's like Cactus. that's why like people complain about like three sixty deals. Exactly. And th- don't like, quote me on this. Don't quote me on this because like I'm not in, like no industry expert, but like that's why like three sixty deals are like important too because like people are getting cuts get from the artist. And so, yeah. like, that's why, like, when Joe Budden went off on Yachty about yeah, the 360. Yeah, that's why I really only, because a lot of these newer rappers, they're signing 360 deals. So, you're, like, you're, they're, quote, unquote, pushing the button on Yeah, you're so last like, on the totem pole. Well, yeah. well, they're they're promoting your shit, but once your shit does come out, you don't, like, they own your likeness. From what I understand, they own everything. And, yeah. and like, in order for you to get this little endorsement that the record li- or the label is taking some of as well. Yeah, because in the way that y'all are, like, explaining it, the way that I think of it is if you get, I don't know, let's just do a small number, $100, some of that already got to go to Def Jam. Then it got to go to yeah. Good Music. Then you get your little you 30 cents. You got to pay cent. for dis- uh, distribution. It's got to go to a yeah. lot of shit. Yo, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So, like, but that, no, but 362 is they get a part of, like, and I believe it's, like, you get a, they get a part of, like, any... Ads you do so like yeah that's awesome. Oh. Yachty with, like, like that. Yachty with Nautica, Nautica. Yeah, like they'd get a piece of that like yeah, everyone's and, and everyone's gonna take from Sprite it too? <clears throat> right yeah, but don't, I don't I'm not no industry expert so I don't know yeah, I'm just I, assuming from what I've heard and yeah I also, I'm assuming also that they own like they own your content too I don't know about I don't know because I'm pretty know. sure that's a, a part of it maybe uh, that's so what I'm to some extent yeah. yeah maybe I mean they might have like some of the rights yeah but like that's all like a legal thing so I mean. That's different. Excuse me. Shit. But I guess we're just gonna get the sad shit over with, man. So we can just get this shit over with. So my topic is kind of like it's for like a like an essay at the right, mm-hmm. but I have like two topics. I'm kind of in between, and like overall. Go to VCU just to let y'all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diving over there. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But um, so um, the overall topic for me is like mental health. Like I'm allowed to talk about whatever I want in this oh. essay. So it's like an argumentative mm-hmm. research essay, and I want to talk about. I'll start with the first topic. Um, 
how the internet is negative towards the growth of the adolescent brain and how it affects the growth of the adolescent brain. So, like, by that, as I'm, what I'm meaning is how the internet and its accessibility mm-hmm. can lead to negative effects on how children are mentally in today's society. I disagree. I agree to a certain I, extent. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I think that, the, like, li- like, for example, I'm talking about adolescents between, like, 10 okay. and, like, 18. Okay. So... Yeah, I, I, I change. I, I agree to a certain extent, but, like, at the same time, I think it kind of depends on your environment. True. Like, like, if you're in a house where you don't really have <clears> any <throat> filters on the internet and, you know, you can just kind of do whatever you want and you don't have guidance, you're going to roll into certain stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my house, like, I wasn't on the computer 24-7. Like, I was allowed access, but, like, I just wasn't up there 24-7. Like, I see certain kids now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, but, like, I'm just leading to, like, when what I'm gonna like kind of get more specific on is like how um like this generation including us like we're so obsessed with everyone else's life yeah like for example when you wake up the first thing you do is probably grab your phone right and open your open your timeline right what time is it Aaron text me yet facts so you're so like that's what I'm saying like you're like you'll get this You'll fall in love with these ideas that you see on Instagram, Twitter, this and that, and then like, like that these will all be facades, right? Yeah. So like, you'll be like, "Yo, I want to be like that person," but what if they're not even really like that? They're just posting it for the flex, cause like. Well, yeah. At the, at the <clears throat> same time, I think is. I think it's kind of, uh, positive thing because even if it's not real, and that's what you're striving for, then I feel like that's something that you can obtain. Even if it's not real for them, it could be real for you. But also, also, um, the amount of fake news that travels on the internet. So, like, these kids can be... Like, bro, there's, like, literally millions of people that will follow, like, these pages, Mm -hmm. and then that will post literally fake news, and they'll believe it. And then that makes it spread, and then that literally makes us believe it. Mm -hmm. Because we're like, damn, like, that might have just actually happened. So, I mean, like, that's what... That's what I think. Like, I think, like, um, you know, like, this is stuff that you can find on the internet. I feel like it needs to, be, it's just, like, a little bit too much for, like, the young ki- And for us to process, like, the amount of information that we all know mm-hmm. that we probably should, like, the less you know, you the better, basically. Because, yeah. uh, like, be real. Like, you see stuff, like, fucked up shit on the internet, right? And you're just yeah. like, like, I literally should unsee that, but I yeah. can't. But I feel like that's, I feel the opposite. I feel like a lot of the stuff I've seen... I'm glad I saw it younger, even though, like, it might have had an effect on me. Me being, like, in the environment that I was, it it helped me with future things. So I feel like yeah. we shouldn't want to, I feel like we shouldn't shield each other or, like, shield the children from seeing stuff because, I mean, that's what the truth, like, a lot of the truth is, like, just the worst shit <clears throat> in the world. But you got to, if you don't see it, <clears throat> you're just hiding from it. I just feel like it's, it's healthier to just absorb it now. And, and I also think parents need, in our climate of our society, parents need to take an initiative into teaching their kids certain stuff. Like, we shouldn't be learning just in high school or in college to be able to find a reliable source in a eh, type of source. Like, yeah. we should be able to tell what a credible source is from a certain age. If you're already being able to read and go on a computer, you're, you're bound to see certain news and stuff like that. And, like, even, like, going back to the social media thing, like, with me growing and learning about more things... I know not every role model or every person I see on Instagram is not a real role model. But at the same time, it kind of gives me, damn, maybe I should be doing mm-hmm. something. Like, 
um, Maya, she was a singer when we were younger, and she's like, a, she's like, I think she's a vegan, raw vegan, and like even seeing her pop up on my timeline sometimes, I'm like, if she can do it, like, why can't I? Yeah, and it right. kind of just like makes me think about certain things. So but I, can, I think it depends on the individual. And then the next thing you could, the next point that I have to that is with like, and when I mean like the internet, I mean like you know like also like like te- just basically technology in general like mm-hmm. video games and all that i feel like kids today are lazier mm-hmm. they're you know more content yeah. they're um and they're just like not healthy you know like apparent i've heard a statistic that like um the military it's harder for the special forces in the military to recruit people because the kids are so obese or too lazy to go and get fit for the, the military because you have to meet be able to yeah. meet certain requirements to yeah. be in the special forces yeah. like run a miles run multiple miles in a certain amount of time do a certain amount of push-ups pull-ups and be able to push yourself to certain extremes and but you have to be in a certain shape right mm-hmm. but these kids you know they're playing video games mm-hmm. they're they're watching tv they're they're not going out and playing sports like high school sports like high school football is like declining like immensely and just because like not only because of the concussion problems that are coming about with football but that kids are too lazy to put in the work to to you know achieve something mm-hmm. in a sport because like now it's this whole thing like everyone gets a trophy type and deal it's like it's instant, every, i think like we don't have a time of like instant gratification where yeah. like kids now if they don't see the results right away they have so many like it's kind of to a fault. They have so many more, like, avenues that they can get into. Right. So, like, this doesn't work. All right, fuck it. I'll do this instead of, like, sticking it out. But, like, to what you were saying, I kind of think that's really not the the kids. I think it's, like, kind of the environment that we live in kind of, like, crippling us and, like, <clears throat> just the kids in general because, like, the more that they cripple us, then the more that we rely Wait, explain. on Wait, explain. Explain what you mean, like, by environment. Um, just, like, how when we go to school, like, from going to school and we really never learned how to take care of ourselves. Like, we never had... We, we don't learn how to live financially, things like that. Yeah. So then that that leads us to depend on what they tell us, but they're not going to tell us how to do this and how to eat right and stuff like this because it doesn't benefit them. It benefits them to lead us the wrong way so they can profit off of it. And I really... I think it just stems from, like, the Internet is always there for kids. Like, it's, they're on their, it's on their phone. Everything you need is on your phone. So whatever they want to know, they just look up, and whether the right answer comes up or not, they're going to follow the first thing they see, right. whatever that yeah. feels right. So, I mean, the Internet is not really for the, I would say, the faint of heart or weak-minded people because you can find whatever you want to find. Like, if you want to, if there's an answer that you want, you can find that answer on the Internet, the answer that you want, not the truth, but you can find the answer that you want. So yeah. I think that's the that's the, the tough part of it. Right. So, I'm just going to try and, like, segue into this next topic to kind of get this part over with, but, um, another idea that I had about, like, kind of, like, putting, shining a light on, um, is the negative effects of self-medicating when you have depression, and, like, you're, like, and, like, how that affects the human brain. I think that goes back to the parents. Like, with, like, with this spike in, like, depression and anxiety and things like that, I think that you... I don't want to give off the suck it up type of thing. Like my like my major in, is in psychology. I believe in mental health issues, but at the same time, regardless if you're black, Latino, Mexican, Chinese, whatever, if you don't know your history, you're not gonna feel a strive to really work for things. So I think like that like that ties into everything. Like if you're not doing good in college, 
now all of a sudden like you don't know what to do you don't have the tools for anything and you become depressed and it's like if you kind of if you kind of knew certain things or if you felt like your parents prepared you because you know the schools aren't going to do it you would kind of be able to figure it out like i don't think that we should always just go smoke a blunt or pop a xanax or this that and the third but like everyone gets sad like that's just what it is we're gonna have failures in life like that goes for anybody so like i feel like with this whole instagrammation type of thing we're not seeing it within the same semester we're not seeing it in the same month so oh my gosh is college even right for me and now you're second guessing everything but it's like if you want to do this for the past i don't know six years why is this last six weeks going to change your mind like why are like why are you allowing that to make you second guess what you've been building up this whole time you know what think about it like to your to your last point about the internet i think the internet is i think the internet can do more good in a way in a, in a small way because like think about all like the self-made millionaire millionaires and all these people who got on just through the internet true wouldn't have ordinary like remember they had the topic on the joe button podcast like whether it's hard to get on now or then and like, oh yeah i'm like a rap yeah like we'll just think like just in general like i know a lot of people who've made millions off just the internet like sitting at home on the internet right and i mean if you if you like, use it the right way instead of you know, like, that's kind of like if you're selling drugs, you're not going to use your drugs. So if they're not, like, you know, if they're using your inter- internet the right way to maximize their potential, I feel like it's the, it's just based on how you use it. Wait, right. is, it is it, is your thing on kids or, like, anybody? Just, like, anyone, but I, I mean, feel like kids, it's, I've, well, I've seen, I feel like self-medication is more dom- predominant in, like, um, college campuses, because I feel like that's, like, a, that's, like, an actual topic that, like, I see kids do mm-hmm. on, like, a yeah. regular basis. Like, I've seen kids tell me that they, like, snort crack they do zans yeah. they like um do like literally the most crazy things like they'll pop molly before class like or do like or they'll just like drink their night away or their mm-hmm. sorrows away so like it's like like that is just like sad to see and i feel like when you're in such a deep dark place like that you putting those um using those substances to get away from something or run away mm-hmm. can actually make you feel worse too yeah, like yeah. like you'll fall more deeper into that pit rather than trying to get out of it. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, that's why I think that's, like, a good... I think I like that topic more because I feel like there's actual... There's probably been studies on it yeah. done on self-medication or, um, like, even trying, like... Like how you're saying rap, mm-hmm. bro, like, kids literally are addicted to lean now to try yeah, to be facts. cool. Just like, the, the way it was pushed in the songs and, you know, whatever they, That shit blows my mind, bro. Yeah. Like... You have to get a face tattoo, and you have to get a lean addiction for the rest of your life, yeah. just to get mil- like a couple hundred thousand dollars, and maybe even a couple million. I don't know. Like, that's crazy. But like, so back to my point, I just think that like it's a ne- like that is so negative in it for the body, for your mental, because you'll never get out of that spot if you keep going dark yeah, deeper. Do you? I would. My I would have a theory that. I mean that's. It's kind of like preparing you for when you graduate college. Like, I feel like that. That's kind of like preparing you. I'm saying like in a negative way, like how these kids are so depressed and stuff like that. I feel like because I see like a lot of people every day. Like in my job, I see like a lot of the guys, and they like after they leave work, if they don't have to drive in the morning, they're getting drunk or like doing some type of drugs, and they're so tr- like stressed out. And I feel like that starts. At a certain place when you're trying to have to cope with things and you're doing things you necessarily don't want to do I mean, or don't make you happy. I feel like that's just that's just leading them in. I feel like I feel like it's honestly a bigger plan. Like Well, okay, well to that to counter that, that 
is actually a thing that people do. Like, that is true. Like, mm. people who work at 9 to 5, they got a like, wife and kids. They're like the typical nuclear family. The dad's going to go home, pop open a six-pack, and probably sit on his couch and drink it. That's why I say that most majority of people who are going to college are most likely going to get a 9 to 5. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of preparing them for well, that. But that... Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, like, at the same time, there does come a time where someone finds, like, for example, substances in this instance, and that's what they got to do. Like, you don't necessarily have the tools or the time to, let's say, I don't know, go to therapy. So it's like, hey, this is what I got to do to feel okay right now, and I got to pay a dollar or whatever to get a black amount. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be sure. Like, I don't have a choice but to deal with and do what you got to do. But you can still talk to other people. Like, there's facts. people around that you can talk to. Like, you don't just got to, like, yeah, you feeling depressed. So you sit in your room by yourself. Yeah, and that thing is so that... There's people to talk to. Right, and, like, sitting by yourself makes it worse Man, for like you. Worse like, you get... Thing. Like, because you will tear yourself apart, which is crazy. Like, the human mind will tear itself apart when yeah. it's in such a dark place like that. But, I mean, coming from someone who, like, knows people like that, and, like, even, like, not battling, like, depression, but just being sad sometimes, like, you don't see that. Like, when you log on Instagram... You see somebody crying, we're like we're joking them. You don't ever see anything negative, so you don't really feel open if you don't have close friends. Me personally, I I would laugh at you if you log into your if you like take a video of yourself (laughs) crying. I'm laughing at you. Okay, but wait, but wait. How would you feel comfortable in a society where things like that are laughed at? If we use this platform to communicate when we have graduations, parties, um, anything good in our lives, that's the first thing we go to, and we're also not putting up every other. Other uh, like emotions, no one's gonna feel comfortable to bring that up to the table. Okay, but what I'm saying is self medication. It's ne- it's so negative yeah. that it leads to suicide. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. I'm, that's like my. That's the literally the top of the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the argument here. Like that's yeah. I'm building up and like the the, the like the hitter here is suicide. Like yeah. so, with these substances, you lose track of what reality is. It can yeah. get to that point. People yeah, yeah. can be so depressed that they don't even know what day it is. Yeah. They don't even know. They haven't even gotten out of their bed for days. So then they think they're a piece of shit. Then they end up thinking, and this this isn't disrespect to anyone who's gone through this because this is a real thing. Yeah, and like this, and like people who go through this, like actually sh- should speak up because they need help, and and because they need to get better. Like this is, and it's a thing. Like I feel like this is actually happening. Like, yeah. and um, so. Suicide then becomes the ultimate factor because these kids are so sad. Mm-hmm. They're so just like over the feelings are just done because you can get you can become resistant to drugs. So yeah. so you can you're, build up that tolerance. You're, you're tolerance so you're going to seek more, which pushes you to seek stronger like outlets. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like and then what if it's too late for them? Then if they're hooked. They have to go to rehab. Mm-hmm. Their just life's just crumbling. Yeah. And then they end up on that edge and they take that leap. And then, like, yeah. there's nothing you can do after that. And then then that affects the people around them. Mm-hmm. That affects the community. That affects literally the hit, like, everything. That just affects the world that someone who is so down feels that they have to take their own life to escape. Who are we blaming for it? I think that's just, like, the cards. That, that's just, like, how life goes. And then there's nothing you can. There's nothing one at the end of the day. Sure, it can be their fault because they're the ones that were the ones that were going to take that. But no one really knows. Yeah, I don't. You can't I don't blame, blame. I don't blame them. I think I feel like the the I'm substances sorry. that that like the kids do in college. I feel like they're there for a reason. I feel like they're placed there for a reason. 
and the way they're circulated is all for a reason. I mean, yeah. granted, and I think the like kid people like speaking out about it is kind of like uh, tricky for me because I feel like there's a lot of people actually going through it, but there's a lot of people just who've had like these sheltered lives, and now when they get into a real environment, then that's when they fall to this different stuff. Because a lot of kids I see on drugs, they're not they don't have necessarily bad lives but they've just it's been sheltered from a real world so when real shit happens when they're on their own in this time they just fall victim to anything and they're so easy to influence yeah. so that's even easier to get them on this drug or whatever you want to do so I feel like it's kind of like a, it's, it's a tough thing for me True. it also depends oh, on um, it also depends on how like, they were brought up like if they were taught how to take on things such as that growing up and yeah, they have like a better chance of taking it on, but right. just like even like at young ages, yeah, like being sad and then being like depressed is two different things. Like right. I like growing up, I knew two girls just in middle school that tried to kill themselves. Like one of them tried to hang themselves because she was depressed, and then the other one tried to like cut her wrist. Like I and don't like, know. And like speaking on that, I want to highlight that it's a multi-dimensional problem. Like I can only speak on my community because that's. I got you. All right, so we're back after the cut. J Ice Cream arrived. He's here in the flesh. We sick of your shit. Come on, man. Oh, I got a topic I want to talk to y'all about. So, there were literally like 11 people in the hospital. And... And they took all romaine lettuce off the shelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I heard about it that. was that big of a thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. how do y'all feel? Chick fil A doesn't serve that anyway. Yeah, like E. coli or something. Yeah, like right? yeah, because E. coli. And I work at Chick fil A and we had to stop selling all of our salads. So like, how do y'all feel that like, for example, that was blasted like that and businesses had to stop selling it, but like thousands of pounds of meat are recalled every day. <laughs> and like so even like turkey. Meat. They make too much money off of meat. So, so you think like like that's I don't know. I think it's neat. I think it's different. I think it's different because like you don't really hear about you don't really hear about um, like the meat giving anyone a problem like I that. I think it's because they have an actually distinguished like disease that they can categorize lettuce with instead of like meat. It has an array, so you can't just categorize all meat has E. coli or all meat has cancer. When there is like so, they only do they only do recalls on, certain, can, on a certain like amount of, of meat. No, but what I'm saying though is like, for example, um, a few years back when they went through that uh, phase of the mad cow thing. Oh, yeah. Beef in general, people were not eating for that small period of time. You feel me? Like it wasn't no like crazy thing, but it for could that, still be in there. yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's not like mean. why would it just pop up for a few months and then just vanish? It's like because, that's just not how disease works. It's because they have percentages. So it's like you can have this much percentage of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's that, as long as it's this much, you don't have Most to let clear. everybody know. But like, but also, so they killing us. If, if every lettuce is, if all the lettuce is being contaminated and it's over a certain percentage, it's like eighty percent of lettuce being. Being like it's only like it, it, it was only in a few states and no one has died from it. Not saying like you know like that needs to be the deciding factor, but like with me, you don't even see it being reported. Like I got alerts on my phone from the Washington Post, CNN, when NPR reports, hey, we got some salmonella. They everybody like, oh, I right. like we good, babe. Like yeah, good, and that's <laughs> and like that's it. So like it was just crazy because like y'all know like that's what I'm interested in. So the fact that like it was blasted. I was just surprised that, like, it's lettuce. Now, it's not like it's a Damn. big business. I'm good, man. What? I brought this whole thing. Oh, I'm my. Good, what is it? What's good with you? What are you, what trying? Yeah, you know, hold on, hold on. What the Let's fuck get on that? Eric. <laughs> I'm getting on you, because first of all. Yeah, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This nigger shit right here. All right, I'm not rolling. Hey, no, 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 no. Let, wait, 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 wait. Let me get on this. First off. 
No one's on you about your what you say in these episodes. You're fool. Yeah. I'm getting on you right now because I'm not taking, bro. I'm not going to be associated with some of the shit you hey, say. Hey, look, fool. man. Hey, we built this. Hey, hey look. Hey, look. <laughs> This ain't just say, you. Whatever I say on this shit, everybody agree with. Just nah. Let y'all know. On God. No, on this, God, I'm not these rolling. These are, no, uh, <laughs> hey, Jenna, stop no, kissing uh, me, bro. Stop kissing me, man. What the fuck? Yo, no, yo that's chill, a dollar, bro. Chill. Damn, son. All right. But, nah, this is my solely my opinion. My B. But, and I like how you just interrupt it, too. That's real rude. My fault. She, I'm that's sorry. real rude. I just, I just, that's real rude. All right, so anyway, like I'm saying. I don't co-sign with a lot of the stuff that Eric says. I'm going to tell you that right now. Hey, that's on God. Right now. I'm in your, your comfort zone right now. I'm in my comfort zone. Like All right, so right now, a lot of the stuff you say is like... <laughs> Yo, come on, fool. I'm trying to have a conversation, B. That's all I had to say. That's all I had to say. Cause... Okay, I got a question uh, for Alex. Alex, you're Puerto Rican, right? No, I'm I'm Mexican and Spanish. Okay. If your son or daughter brought a white um, person home, would you feel some type of way because they're not from your ethnicity of your kids? Or how would you feel? Like, I'm, I'm, it's just a... Um, I mean, for me, it's not that really that deep. Um, like what my who my kids are into uh, sexually. Yeah, I like black girls. What? Cause like, cause like. Uh, all right, all right. Not that you trying to get me incriminated up here, Shout out All right, so just cause I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna be that kind of parent that's like, oh, like do not bring this kind of person here. Like I. I, me, like, I'm more of, like, an open, like, free-spirited, like, like di- I like diversity and encourage it, so, like, I wouldn't want my, like, my kid to, like, go up to, like, kind of, like, that's almost, like, kind of, like, hating, like, mm. and, and, no, in a way. No, I, the, nah. no, the reason I'm rolling with what he says is because, for him, is because his race of people isn't in a dire situation like ours is. True. So, like, in, in other circumstances, like, in a more... And in different circumstances, I wouldn't care if my son, you know, wouldn't care as much as my son wanted to date outside his race, but the circumstances are dire for <clears throat> our community, so I can't, I can't have my son be a part of that. Yeah. So that's, that's why, like, um, white, like, white people and other uh, races, they don't, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. battles. Right, so they can, they can kind of, like, venture out, and they on a different type of time than we are. So. I, okay. I don't know, it's just, like, for me, like, you know... That's on. To me, I'm not, I'm not even trying to like disrespect, but that kind of sounds like you know. I'm trying to figure out how the word is right so it doesn't sound like, like disrespectful. Close-minded? Yeah, like or close-minded, because like, because like, it just seems like okay. So, you, you know, have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. They bring back. So you would be upset they brought back, for a example, white female. Yeah. Not maybe not even just white, because I mean I feel like that's you would say yes. Not it's not even like trying to knock you, but like. If they brought back like an Asian girl or maybe yeah. like someone of like no. Hispanic ethnicity, you wouldn't you wouldn't be I, mad at that. Per- I would. Yeah. I don't. Think Not I, mad, but I'm like nah. Yeah, like I wouldn't be mad, but I would definitely put my son or daughter aside to explain because no no offense to you, Alex, because you cool people, but the way the certain things that I'm gonna have to instill with my kids, you're not. The True. certain conversations I'm gonna have to have yeah. with my kids, you're just not, and that's okay. True. You know, like that's just what it is. But at the end of the day, if you have a significant other who can never truly understand certain things how can you how can y'all raise y'all kids like how like right. I, I don't and, and in the long run once maybe things kind of 
equal out. I see your perspective, and okay, I definitely okay. agree in your. But so, so if if say if the kid was a uh, black and Asian, but more yeah, so say say they're biracial. Don't yeah. matter. You're black. If you, if you you're if, still fighting you battles, just like my mom, bro. You're that's still, it. but I'm, I'm but saying like that's because, the truth. But but like she was saying, like uh, that even though that you have like uh, you're Asian or whatever, that black still like you you can still tell your kid mm-hmm. oh what to look out for and stuff like that. So something like yeah, because so like, like even if you're like Aaron's light skin, because he still got to fight. I mean, because I mean I'll admit it, like you know there is um privilege in this world for sure and in this society there are people who have that are privileged i'd say and that they don't have to go through certain um circumstances like what you're saying but i'm just saying at the end of the day why why try to control um your 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 son or your child like why because the, the way I look at it is I would rather control them not really control them but kind of like teach them what look at it like this if you were a Jew right if you were Jewish sure and your son or your daughter your daughter brought home a Nazi like that it's the but I don't think that happened that that might be too far of a stretch that's a but stretch. no I'm saying okay in in this scenario okay no I like, know I know I know way to make this better you my my child brings home uh, a a person whose fam who someone in their family practices na- national socialism. We'll say that. I wouldn't be mad at that because if that's what my, who my kid loves and that's who they like, that's what they like. I'm gonna like. Okay, but oh, I'm sorry, but look at this though. What we have to understand is the people who we bring home is a direct correlation of how we feel about ourselves and what we know about ourselves. Yeah. So the the kid the person bringing home the 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 boy bringing home the white girl shows how he doesn't know about himself or he doesn't know his history. See, but I can't speak on that. No. Well, like even like when the interview I watched with Dr. Umar, you don't see other cultures doing that. You don't see right. major in usual circumstances. You don't see an Asian girl bringing home a black guy and her husband being like, "Okay, great." That's true. And like and, like, I also think that like, when you know your history, especially for our people, I'm not going to feel comfortable all the time. And, like, I might feel comfortable maybe with this one, I don't, let, let's just say who I got. I might feel comfortable with him, but I'm not going to go to Thanksgiving because then his grandparents going to be there and aunts and uncles, you know. So it's like, you're, I'm not just marrying you. I'm marrying the family. True. And that's something that's also going to influence and my kids. I think... To kind of, I think what Aaron was gonna say was it all. It's all circumstantial. So you know, you had those families that practice those strict, disciplined um, trait like practices from their home country or from their uh, culture. So I mean, at the end of the day, that all that all varies. But I'm what I'm yeah. saying overall to counter what you're saying, it and to answer your question, as I wouldn't do that because I feel like that's just gonna that just kind of builds a subconscious um like hate or maybe like separation that doesn't need to really be there well i i wouldn't say that because i mean i feel like most people get a misconception that like what i say like pro-black means i hate white people when that's no be no people. i don't i don't think but, like me telling my son that like me teaching my son and my children that you good oh me uh teaching my son like i this is my thing. You can't be pro-black and bring a white woman home. 
So that's why I said you can't be a black man and know your history and be and and, and still want to do that. The thing is, he can't he can't really explain like he's yeah. he's limited because yeah, like, yeah. that's why that's why I keep saying it's not my place to speak on yeah, that because he's limited because like we're black so we know like what we're going through. But him on the other hand is like yeah I, I, yeah I'm, I'm getting that. But I'm just saying like that I was kind of like more so explaining the reason why but like what I'm saying is. Isn't like love just love at the end of the day? Yeah. Like you're yeah. not. Why, why do y'all think that? Because it, at when when the other races do that, it's not because they might like. I, there's been circumstances. The reason why a lot of the race, especially the white people, keep their shit to themselves or keep their races the same, so the money stays in their community. Yeah. So us, we give to everybody. We give to everybody but ourselves. Yeah, we're the most divided race. Yeah, and like, then, okay, okay. like one thing I know. I have to be with a black man because the things I have to teach my kids about generational wealth is not going to be the same that a white guy is going to teach his kids. Right. I, like, that's just something. Like, and, like, the conversations I have, if I sit down with a white guy and I'm like, hey, we need to talk to our son and we need to explain to him when he get pulled over by a cop, this is what needs to happen. He's not going to understand that. He, but, you know, I just... But what I'm saying to that is, you're, that's like being um, very subjective because you're, you're limiting him. Like, you're you're... Not even trying to knock you, but it seems like you are just putting um, white people or people that are not black into this uh, kind of like category where they don't understand or they're not open minded enough to kind of yeah. like let you let that let that in. Because like, for example, myself, like I grew up with you guys, like like I grew up in the predominantly black friend group, and I was literally the only white kid in the friend group. And you know, I'd hear stuff from other kids that that were white. They'd be like like they'd say the n word, and they'd be around all white kids, and I'd be like. Like whoa, bro! Like that's not okay. Like you know, like you don't really need to do that. But but, I, but yeah. what I'm saying okay, is, what I'm saying is, it seems like you guys are pushing us in this little thing because of what you know, like statistics say or what everyone, what everything else does. But there are people that are open minded and willing to let that, to let you have that conversation with your kid. Yeah, def- I mean definitely. But it's like at the end of the day, we're kind of at odds. Like we're kind of we're on the we're like struggling for survival right now. So we don't have the time to like see if this if this and that person is is going like is gonna do that for us. So for like for me, my thing is if you tell me all these snakes in this room, if there's a bunch of snakes in the room, and you say some of them won't bite, I'm not gonna sit and, and differ out which ones don't bite. I'm just not gonna fuck with the snakes. And it's and it's not that and it's not like a, a hatred thing, but. I can't sit here and tell my kid. I have to teach my kid, like you know that. I have to teach my kid, or I had to be taught differently. Right. Because my the way my parents taught me, I had to stray away from because the way they taught me was more so of like a house nigga type of thing. Right. So I had to kind of get away from that. So I can't. You you can't. I couldn't bring like I could I could like how I could meet a, a nice white girl another race right and really like like her and vibe with her. Right. But. I can't bring her home because, and it's not because of my parents, because they probably they probably wouldn't care to be honest with you. But right. I can't like know history. Like think about think about the biracial kids. Okay, but not trying to cut you off, but mm-hmm. think about Hispanic children that live in Texas, California, or even Muslim kids that live in these state in this country, right? That's anti-Muslim. That's almost anti-Muslim because they have this um, stigma. Against Islam, so 
those kids have to have the same conversations but in different perspectives. So mm-hmm. that's like kind of the same thing of what you're saying that yeah. all these well, other kids have to go through the same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, at the same Cause, cause Hispanic kids, when they meet, you know, there's those people that are against the border and they're gonna assume you're Mexican, but you're really Honduran. All right, well, but, but, but what I'm saying is every person is gonna have to have a different conversation with their kid at the end of the day. So I don't know, like, why, why, like, kind of. Okay, when I yourself. when I say this, I like I respect your opinion. I definitely understand what you're saying, but at the same time, one example I gave Aaron is you're a football player. I I worked with a personal trainer. I was sore, but the type of soreness that he feels and that type of strain on his body from repeatedly being hit by someone <laughs> twice his size, I will never understand because I've never been in that position. So it's like, yeah, I can say, damn, babe, like, I'm sorry you feel sore. Like, I like, I understand you want a cup of water, you want Gatorade, da, 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 but I'm never really going to genuinely understand how he's feeling because I've never been in that position. I will never understand how you feel if someone assumes you're, I don't know, or you're white or you're Mexican or whatever the case is. I will never understand that because I've never been in that position. I can empathize and be like, damn, that's sorry. Can but, I cut you off right quick? Yeah. I'm sorry. And Alex, the, the more, my thing is kind of, I, I think I could be cool like with that whole thing but it's like i have to bring a child in this world so like if you look at look at a biracial a black and white child and then think about like if i if i were to teach my son his history he's gonna look at his mom differently or she's gonna you know it's gonna he's gonna look at me differently because of how things transpired you can't he's not gonna really know who he is because like those the biracial they they want to they kind of want to stop that because at this rate it's going to be we're going to be a brown country by like 20, 30 something I, I got it but at the end of the day I have to teach my son about himself so I can't really I can't teach him who he is and him still have the same like thoughts and respect about his mom granted they're they're great like they're great people like and I, I don't want to get into this thing like white people are bad because there's right. black people good you know white people the same thing right. but I, I can't really teach him who he is if and I can't teach them to be pro black if I have a white wife, you can't be pro black with a white wife. I mean, I get what you're saying because in her uh, situation, I mean, what she was saying about Aaron getting hit. So like, uh, say like a Mexican person, uh, they get hit differently than we do. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what you. Okay, yeah. so I see, I see what you're saying. And like, but, I like, don't want to call BS on what he's saying because. He's right. I mean, I feel I, like, I mean, I get both sides. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to like. I feel like both topics are valid because, for my side, there, there's just gonna be different talks you have to have with different people yeah, yeah, from yeah. like different races, different religious beliefs, yeah, different yeah, yeah. whatever, and it's just that's just how it has to be. But I just, what I'm saying is, the overall topic, I would not be mad at my child if they brought home someone from another race. I just wouldn't. Because that's just me, and that's just how I was raised, and I think that that's just how I feel. I wouldn't be mad. I'd just... I, I, I be disappointed. I, I, I would have blatantly... Like, I would be surprised. I wouldn't blatantly be mad, but I would put my like, child aside. I feel like the biggest thing, like, growing up around you guys, is that's, like, that's, like, mainly a, like, mainly a black thing. Like, most, right. most black communities are right. the only ones... And maybe, you know, you have the certain cultures, you know, like Hindu culture, like Indian culture and some and some other oriental, just other cultures in general that do like that. But I feel like in America today, it is the black community that is like that. And I don't that, and I'm listening. I'm listening to your conversation. I'm like, I'm understanding why. And I understand it. I understand it. 
I see where you're coming from, and I'm just saying, from my perspective, I wouldn't do that. Just because yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I encourage like everyone, like everyone. No, that's so. an interesting. Thing is question. So, question: Do y'all think race is a social con- construct? Why or why not? Um. Hmm. Okay. Social construct, like, like it's like, what, like what, like it's only in just like social thing. It may. I think it might have started out it. like that. If that's, what, it, if, if that's what she means, but it's going to a systematic thing. So no. yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with. Um, it's a social construct, but it, evo- it definitely has evolved into yeah. di- different things. Like yeah, there, there, and even like sexism is the same thing too. Like that, that, that that's that's yeah, been yeah. that was forged bef- like in the beginning of man and like history and early history, but it's now it's in like the workforce and yeah. it's in politics like no like it's like the the chances of us having a female president are so low and like everyone's against it but for why like why yeah. you know? and actually I, I learned in my woman's class it started from because in sex we have the passive role you guys are the one who have the active role mm. in releasing your sperm so we've always been seen as a passive individual because essentially I'm I'm laying on my back and waiting like you feel me so, so that's Tie that into to racism. And fr- I think... See, I think she's talking about sexism more. So yeah, yeah, but, like, with the same thing, like, what Alex said, I think it's transformed into something. Like, if that's what Zinga means, like, just being, like, a... Kind of, like, a social thing. Yeah, it might have started out like that, but yeah. now it's 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 too deep embedded for it just to be yeah. that small piece. I could see that. I definitely I think, see that. Uh, I think it's kind of, like, just how you look at it. Like, remember the, the lady, she was talking with uh, Jada Pinkett, and she was saying, like, how she's just a faded black person. Yeah. yeah. And so just I, far away from the equator. Yeah, I think it's one of them things where, like, pretty much, if we're being, if I'm being general here, everybody was once black, mm-hmm. and then we it's, all, yeah. you know, historically. But, yeah, 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 scientifically. But I think the like the little the races we have now, like for example, a lot of people around here was like say they're Native American, or like just different names that we give ourselves when really it just Africans that just look different. Yeah. So I think it's just I think it's more so um uh a weapon that especially I think black people use to kinda to further like to associate themselves less with Africa. Right. And so it's kinda become like something stupid. But I think the only like the really only two things we have are like that really oppress us is your your race and the amount of money you have. And actually to kinda go on top of that, it's definitely not a social construct. It's gone beyond that because for instance I did a project um, and at school about this district in Richmond called Jackson Ward, and it was the it was known as the Harlem of the South during the late 1800s to early 1900s, um, and it was a wealthy black community in Richmond that was thriving. Like they had a really good self-sustaining economy. What's up? They destroyed it. No, 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 no. Oh. So, sort of. So it was um, it was thriving. And in the 50s, actually, when they passed, uh, I believe it was Eisenhower who passed the, the the bill to push the creation of highways, interstate mm-hmm. highways, that 95 cut through uh, Jackson Ward, right? <clears throat> Destroyed, like, a lot of it and pushed a lot of people out, which kind of crushed that economy they had. Yeah. And the thing is that... Um, they, they, there was a thing called redlining. Do you know what redlining is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was that was a big thing during that time because the neighborhoods that surround Jackson Ward are all white. Mm-hmm. But that one neighborhood, Jackson Ward, is predominantly black. Mm-hmm. And um, these people that were getting kicked out 
that had that had to find places to live and apply for mortgages, loans, all of this, were getting denied yeah. due to redlining and due to their race, um, and this social idea that they can't pay their bills, they're they're you know they're just unreliable. So, I would definitely say that um, it's gone beyond a social thing. And to rewind on what you were saying, how black people use different concepts to kind of separate themselves. Me being Haitian, that kind of I definitely see myself as black, but that is a piece of my history that separates me. Like with me learning about certain things like Toussaint and like the like the Haitian Revolution, that has kind of opened my eyes in something that's just specific to my people, and that doesn't separate me, but that's just a subgroup. I think like that's a part of being black. Like that's just a part, and a lot of people, especially in the Caribbean and the West Indies, we separate ourselves, but we just like everybody else. It's just our history is just a little bit different with what happened to us yeah i think it's kind of weird for us knowing like a lot most of us most black people don't know about like where they came from yeah so like when we see when we see like white people or other races and like they wear like their like, the flag and stuff proudly because from popular history like this is all their shit so they're yeah. proud of what is theirs and so we really just hop on whatever like, we can get on. but yeah, so it's kind of you know but that that if you think about like i don't know that kind of you think about how like certain um certain people w- that say like Pau Gasol for example as a basketball player he'll leave the US to go play for Spain like yeah, yeah. they're they're like athletes that will leave their the US to go play for their like home country which is like I think is cool cuz like you got baseball players that are playing in like national tournament or international tournaments and they'll go back to like Puerto Rico they'll go back to Cuba yeah, to play for soccer too like, right. uh, like the world cup like Messi he plays for Barcelona but he'll go play for Argentina exactly like he'll go, like he'll go back to his country and play. They're like, um, I think that's important. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's like that's like a good that like kind of shines light like on the positivity of like this conversation. Yeah, because yeah. like I, don't know, I just I just that that that's a good that's a good little uh, thing for um, that. Also, in the environment, ugh, y'all know I care about the environment. In Indonesia, the sperm whale washed up and it had thirteen oh, yeah. pounds of plastic in its stomach. Chill. Yeah, like it had like 115 cups. It had flip flops, bags, straws, string, like a bunch wow. of stuff in his stomach. How do y'all feel about banning plastic straws? With it, um, I mean, yeah, it's like sugar. That or just getting like a few reusable ones that you just you know keep one in your car or your book yeah. bag. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be smart. That'd actually be really but smart. Today's society is so lazy, so like we're gonna keep using plastic because at the end of the day we don't want like wash the dishes. So yeah, that's true. Or, but then you gotta worry about bacteria building up on like the reusable ones too. Like, true. Like, yeah, because yeah, that that can that can also like spread disease more too if you think about it. And like, because like you know people be like, can I get a sip? And they're like, I didn't bring my straw. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't know. I've, I've, but no, no, no. One topic. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or like even like Starbucks, they try to do the um I forgot the name of it, but it's basically like a sippy cup. Like the top is with the. Like, the part that you drink from is already on the top. Yeah. You don't need a separate yeah. shot. It's, like, molded some, in. Yeah, like, some people have, like, a fit. Like, I didn't ask for this and da 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 So, like, it's, like, little stuff like that. Yeah. Like, why you got to be so serious about it? But go ahead, but what you was going to say? My topic I got, too. Um, y'all, have y'all heard about the Honduran caravan that's coming to the U.S.? Yeah. So. A little bit, yeah. So, um, yeah, my professor showed me, uh, like, he showed us, like, a sequence of, like, clips that were on the news um, about... The Honduran caravan that's coming up. There, it's a group of like about three thousand, twenty five hundred to three thousand people. Mm-hmm. 
coming to the U.S. that are migrating in like a huge caravan on foot. Um, they're migrating to the U.S. to escape uh, war, civil war, uh, oh, yeah. poor conditions, living conditions, oh, uh, corrupted bad. governments. And they're on the news and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, like, kids are getting lost. They're losing sight of their families. Like, their families are getting left in certain countries, and the kids are with just random people that are taking them to the States. And um, just, like, the overall topic is kind of like immigration. So um, Donald Trump said, you know, I'm going to send 5,000 troops to this border to make campsites, and we're going to stay at this border until this Honduran caravan arrives. And while the caravan was trying to get into Mexico, they were get, begin, beginning to become violent with the... Mexican police and throwing rocks, this and that, and the third, right? So getting what very. Are you saying the caravan was doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were getting oh, violent because they they had closed the gates to the to the the border. So, you I know, mean, hold defense. on, okay. hold on. So, Donald Trump said in an interview, he said he said, yeah, I will I I will give the military the ability to fire if it they it deems necessary. They deem necessary. So yeah. Then in an interview in an interview later. Like, two days later, outside the White House, he said, I did not say that. <laughs> and I think it's crazy because I'm like, dude, what? And then there's also people. Do you know that there are people that are not even a part of the government? They just live on ranches and in that, like, the country area. And they will hunt down people that are trying to cross the border and kill them. Do you know that I, that's a thing? I wouldn't doubt it, yeah. Like, I like doubt it. For, have you seen, you read this? Something. We read this book. We read this book called... Um, Tell me how it ends, and it's an essay of forty, based off forty questions, um, that an interpreter wrote um, about. She she was an interpreter for um, undocumented kids mm-hmm. that would come, and they would get snatched up by the border patrol, and they were given twenty one days to find a lawyer before they're sent back to prove their case, right? And these kids can't even speak English. They have no idea where they are. They're like below between the ages of like three years old and like 15 and they have they literally have no one and they're leaving a country where like for example one kid in the book that she interviewed um he literally watched his brother get shot in his own house he was leaving school with his brother the gangs there chased him home they they got into the house locked the door the gang got in and shot his brother right in front of him and this kid was like seven years old bro can you believe that? Like, and these kids are trying to escape. And yes, it is true that, you know, um, immigration does lead to negative things. But at the same time, you have to look at those factors. Like, yeah, like, this is real, bro. And, like, that's what these people in the Honduran caravan, I feel like, are escaping. And Donald Trump was saying we could shoot them because there are claims that there are um, uh, Islamic terrorists, uh, splinter, like splinter groups, infiltrating the and embedded the caravan and so that's why he's saying like but he has no proof right so right. and the interviews are like where's the proof and he's like i don't have it it's not we don't have proof but we just have to guess so they're like you can't do that because he'll be responsible either way. well there's okay but we also looking at that side we also have to look at both sides i think that we have to as as a society we have to pick are we gonna allow immigrants or are we not yeah, like, because would you, you want to have like a police Police outtake because we can't just let everybody that's having a bad day or having a rough, right, uh, like rough, come in to the U.S. Because right, obviously it's taking up jobs yeah. from the normal citizens and stuff like that. But then, then again, do you think that they should come in? I think. It's do a, you think the U.S. should impose this force to like whip other countries into shape? It's a mixture because no. I'm sorry, a lot of middle age, even our age, 
we're not going to be out picking apples for two, three dollars an hour. That's just not feasible. You got people who are relying on these things that this is their livelihood, so it's kind of different. And also, if we're not going to allow, okay, I understand, because we have our naturalization process. But what we're doing with those kids, keeping them in cages, that's not right. right. Because I've, I've read so many articles about the psychological effects of these kids being stolen from their parents for three, however, months, and then just given back. I'm 18. I'm officially legally grown. If my mom disappears for four months, I lose my mind. And I don't even like her all the time. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I couldn't imagine being... I'm seeing kids as young as four I mean, being taken from their mom. Yeah, that like that's one thing. They have the push and pull factors. Like they're like yeah. they grow up in a completely different environment than yeah. we did. Like the things that we waste and do on a normal or something. They would kill for. They would kill yeah. For, yeah. And then like even going back to one store, I think he was like five. They were he was separated from his mom for about five four or five months he came back and she said that he won't talk now and now he's like reverting back and trying to um get bottle fed and like breastfed and stuff like he's reverting back to being a child and like that's crazy because you are disrupting the child's growth like just socially psychologically education like there's just so many dimensions within this that we're not looking at and we just think well all right they might be still at our jobs or that might be a rapist or a robber Y'all go ahead and get out, but we gonna keep, we gonna keep kids for a little bit. That's just not feasible. Yeah, I mean, I just think like the whole idea of like just that journey that they make to come to our country literally blows mm-hmm. my mind. Cause yeah. like you know, the, Canada for there's like there's a thing, um, there's a train that goes through Mexico called they call it La Bestia, right? And this train is what a lot of um, like immigrants will take that are coming up from South South America and from Central America through Mexico. That's what they have to do to get to the border. And this train does not stop. And it's like a beat, like it's fast. It's a really fast train. And the thing is, they there are kids that, or even just adults in general, anyone who's trying to get to the border takes this train they cannot fall asleep on that train. They have to hold on to the roof the whole time. And if they let, if they fall asleep, there are stories that the people that have fallen asleep just fall off and die. Or like if you can't hold on, like like say for example, like I'll use myself for example. Like if I was doing it and I'm trying to come to America with my like little siblings, and I watch my sibling like let go, like yo, like this is that yeah. seeing that would crush me. Yeah. Like yeah. like I, I don't know. I just like think like them making that journey to the U.S. is like so brave and like it's like. It's definitely a leap, and, like, it's not guaranteed that they're going to be welcomed into the U.S., but that's, like, a risk they're willing to take, and I, like, think that's crazy. Just built yeah. Built yeah. Different. That, but, like, even with the, even with our application for citizenship, I have people in my family who aren't citizens. Yeah, same. And I'm talking about people who, for example, have been living in Little Haiti since Ariana was small. And I'm, you know, like, this is you years upon years. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, right? But <laughs> I'm, like, like, I'm just saying, like, it, it kind of sucks because even with that aspect, even if we try to do it the right way, who has the time to be waiting wait 12, 13 years to finally become a citizen and get a social security number? Right. So biggest, what, am I not supposed to have a job for that long? Like, right. Yeah. And the biggest argument with them, I was watching a, a KKK documentary, and one of the dudes is saying, because he's in it now, this mm-hmm. is like the current KKK, and the dude was saying that he never had, had a problem with black people. It's not anything. He's more in it because of the immigrant thing, because... It's not that he couldn't get a job or things like that. He was like, because he was laid off or something like that. And then his family couldn't get any aid because I guess the income things go lower and lower with the more uh, immigrants come in because they take those menial jobs that are paying like below the table and things like that. Yeah. 
so that this is their argument. I'm not saying that I agree with it or anything, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying this is what it it goes more to just like what jobs are. It's like there's a lot of people that are out there that can't get EBT cards and stuff. And then the white people look at the black people like we're just mooching off. Yeah, yeah. because that and that I'm just saying that because this is something that I frequently hear a lot that they don't want to work, they're lazy, and they all they do is get everything handed to them. You said the white people, you said that for white people or immigrants? No, black, blacks and immigrants. Okay. That, they don't want to work, they want to go out and do whatever they want to do and then See, get their free groceries. And I've heard this on several different interviews and different accounts. I feel it's different for like immigrants because immigrants, they're willing to do what. Uh, they're willing to do jobs that like Americans are willing yeah. to do. Like, Just like the, like, like the Mexicans not, do. Like Americans, like, let's be honest, when you see people like cutting grass on the highways, you don't be seeing no white or black people. You see exactly. Mexicans, like Asian people. Uh, they like, there's no Americans doing that. Like, like even like I remember like um, like back in school I got an interpreted history class. Uh, people that were across the Mexican border, like they'll go work for a job. Like they'll have like a little hot dog stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small shit like that. You don't know. I don't know anybody that's going to just set up a hot dog stand by <laughs> themselves. Right. Yeah, and like in the hot sun. And, like, the American workforce is something so complex that we don't even realize it. Like, we got prisoners in California fighting these fires for a dollar an hour. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, like, we, yes, like, even, we keep saying that these are people who are taking our jobs. A lot of people are not going to take those jobs. A lot of people are not going to want to do those jobs. And even the jobs that we do have, look what we're doing. Yeah, we're I giving it to prisoners. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen pictures <laughs> yeah, of people of, of of immigrants <laughs> yeah. still picking apples and stuff in California, and you can literally see the fire probably two miles away. People wow. are not going to do that. These people, for example, in this neighborhood right here, That's these suburban right. people, they they're not going to do that. You know what I think though, like when we when I talked about it, I think a couple episodes ago, how like. How like slavery ended, and then that's when they let all the immigrants come in oh, to yeah, take Fidel the jobs. Oh yeah, was like, hey, yo. Yeah, to take the so like once the black people don't, they don't have any jobs. So now like that's how you can label them as lazy, this, that, and the third, and throw them in jail for stealing. Cause I mean, if you don't give me a job, I have to still to feed my family. True. Yeah. So when we when I think about it, and resort to games and, and hustle. Yeah. So like when I think about it now, it's like the immigrants are doing these jobs, and they're kind of like white. White America has kind of made them these token people, I guess, doing these jobs that nobody else wants to do. Yeah. And in a way, they're kind of like the, they're not, I mean, I'm not going to say they're slaves, but they're like the part two of yeah. like the, the shit, you know, that, that black people don't want to do now because black people are prima donnas now. And we're we not, we're not about to do that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like that's just a, a kind of a, a piece of it. And I kind of see, I see both sides because yeah, like I understand that they're seeking refuge and like. God only knows. Like I couldn't even imagine like what they go through in a different country. Cause I mean that's right. crazy. But at the same time, it's like if I'm if I'm responsible for this country, which I don't think any of them are. You know, like who? Yeah, yeah. Who, but whatever. But I feel like, of course, like you ha- you kind of have to take precaution. Mm-hmm. And it like and it sucks at the same time. You know. All right, all right. I say, I say, let's just let's 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 move on to something like kind of something. Bring some light yeah, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want I want E's hot take on the sports Give me some uh, Wait hold on What were you gonna say I want to get into some music man I'm, I'm just waiting on that Meek Mill I'm waiting on that, that championship I don't know man <laughs> I'm not really waiting on that I'm not really I crazy I'm gonna be real I'm not really hip to all what the Meek What y'all waiting on man <laughs> Fuck y'all waiting on it Matter of fact I'm waiting on that Ross I'm oh, waiting on the shit, Ross yeah. Yo, that, It's, shit, it's yeah. the Ross weather I need that shit Please guys Ooh, yeah, It man. is that Ross weather I need like Nigga don't got no AC 
So you gotta roll them windows down. You feel me? Nah, fuck that. I'm like this shit. I'm just gonna freeze. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, I was um, I was listening to who I listen to. I listened to Anderson Pack. The shit that uh. Yeah, that yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good album. I was not yeah, yeah. I, I think it's um, and then I was thinking I wanted to get y'all like take on it because like how the you know the Joe Budden podcast. They were, do y'all think it's easier to like become a rapper now or was it easier say like late eighties early? I say late eighties to mid nineties. Easier now. No. Easier now. You got online. You got connections. I think I actually when I thought about it, I think it's harder now. Why? Because it's oversaturated. Like back then. You you knew who was good. Like every rap every rap era has like their their rappers that like are trash, of course. Yeah, but now on. it's so many it's so many people trying to get on. It's like it doesn't matter how then back then it depended on how good you were. Now if you got a if you got some clout, you're on. So it's easier That's what now. I'm no, it's harder now. No, I no 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 no. Because look, if I was I, if I was a good like if I was a nice ass rapper, right, and I don't have this this crazy following. But this, say Jalen's ass, and he's mumbling and saying some bullshit. But I'm the act, I'm the actual good rapper. But he has the internet game, so it's like we we don't get any like the real we don't the get real. any MCs because it's it doesn't matter how good you are, it's it's how marketable you are. Right, but you, I don't know. You gotta, I think, to really succeed in harvest stuff now, you have to be more like multi-dimensional i'm sorry you you can't just be a good this, rapper yeah like you can't just be this one thing that's why it's harder hold on hold on it's hot in here bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna roll the window down right now. i don't know you good you good, you good. You i just see the window down though you feel me well, it's about that time. It's about that time. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but nah, um, that's, I'm I'm good on the topic, man. I got I got I got what I have to say. But now that's what I was. I think that's why it's harder now. Yeah, no, definitely. I I see what you're talking about. But y'all got y'all got any more any more hot takes? Any anyone got anything else to say? I wanted actually I wanted y'all to take on um. Fuck, I had it in my head. What about that Katie Draymond? You feel me? Bro, that shit. Crazy. At the end of the day, Draymond, you got to pass the ball to KD. KD's the, the second greatest player on the planet. You got to give the ball to him, and if y'all lose, y'all lose in his hands. True. Point blank. Period. I think. And I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna move Draymond too. You think if he's gonna they, get rid of him? If if this shit keeps talks up, about it, yeah. bro. Because he's disposable. I don't think so. I think uh, they get. I think KD will bounce before know, Draymond. You know, he might go to Clippers. Who? KD. No I mean, way. I'm saying if KD wants to stay, if KD says I want to stay here, then they gotta move Draymond. Cause... I think he's just one of the rings. Because nah, Draymond's not as good as he used to be. I mean, it's not, they're just different players. They're different good, players. But I'm saying like I think Draymond is more useful to the to the Warriors than he is in the NBA in general. Right. Like he's he's good for the Warriors, but you can just trade. I feel like you can trade him off and get somebody that's similar to him. They still win championships. Fuck you, got Demarcus Cousins. But Demarcus Cousins yeah, might leave. They. And what, he injury he prone right now. Got his ring. Before he wait, before he just plays, to get a quick ring. No, they said like I think. Um, G- well, he only has a one year contract. Oh yeah, he has a he has a yeah he has a one year deal. I mean he's gonna get a, they're winning this year. Nobody's beating him. I don't care how much turmoil they got in the team. They're gonna win this year. Yeah. That's on my case. I can see that, but uh, yeah. as long as they get through the through the Western Conference Finals, they'll win it. That shit's slight. 
Who the fuck? The Lakers? Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like any team in the West that completes, like gets to that champion, they're gonna win. Cause they, shit, the Rockets might. I don't know the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. Cause they. But damn, they don't got Trevor Ariza no more, and they lost Melo. So Melo wasn't even, doing Mello shit. Melo wasn't a factor. Okay, Mello? but he's that, still cold. He's, gone. he's Mello, still cold. They're they're fucking with Melo. Yeah, Mello can still. Mello's win. still cold. It's just I think he's. He just needs that isolation. He just need to drop like ten a game. He be at. He had. He was averaging thirteen. He needed to be a role player. He needed to just take a seat. He was averaging thirteen. The no, bench. but he needed to be, take a seat. Like he wasn't willing what to take fuck? a seat. Like he, <laughs> bro, he wasn't he willing. He was No, but he. He's taking that. Like he just, he just, you know, you just know how Melo is. He can't. He has he's to be the face. That's like he's too old to be the star though. Mentality. He's too old. I think I, mean, I, I think the uh, situation wasn't right for him. Like it was a different playing style. He more like a isolation. Nah, yeah, I'll he's an this. ISO player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of tough being that guy, like being an ISO guy. And if you're not that guy on the team, yeah, you're not. The, he's not the ISO. James Harden is the ISO. Yeah, that, he's so, that guy. So. I mean, that's just something. Bro, hold up. Let's talk about Zion. Because I've been watching this nigga in like. That's a grown man. Bro, I, I don't understand how. <laughs> yeah. And they, his his vertical's not even that crazy. I didn't realize Jeez. that. No, he's. High school? He has a 40 inch, but. He'll give you 80. He, he, he not, <laughs> yeah. He's not top 10. Like, he looks He'll crazy when he's jumping. Okay. He's crazy for to be 20 80. He's just athletic. Yeah, but he's just scary. very athletic. Like, nothing bro, you can do. He, bro, like, I think, like, going like 8th grade, bro, 285. But he's definitely that's not. He's definitely not. You can't say he's the next LeBron. You can't. Okay. He's, you cannot he's put the those. Next Zion. I you cannot. He's something we never seen before. I don't that's really what I'm saying. He's definitely he's gonna make his own name. Because yeah. bro, he's the biggest. He's if he was in the NBA right now, he'd be yeah. the second biggest player in the league. Like he'd be the second biggest player. I get scared as for, like, for weight. For weight, because no player is that heavy. Nobody's that heavy. It's like how do you? How do you move like that? Like I get scared. Like when I see him go up. And it's so like, so hot like and so quick. It's like, what the fuck is he about to do? Zion, cut from a different club. I want to see him on the uh, on the Cavs though. No. So you think he'll be better? than He's going to the Knicks. Hell no. I need him on the Eastern he team. Be. He can be. You think he's better than Toby right now? <laughs> no, like he's going to be. Uh, he can be. He has, he has potential right now to be better than LeBron. Yeah, that's how I think. Because he could have no went Horton. to the league. Yeah. 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 He got no Horton. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. We talk about hockey. So, but yeah, that's all the time we've got, man. I'm, I'm good. Y'all, y'all got anything I want to get off your chest? Nah, this was really good though. Trippy red and six nine. Ass, ass. We already talked about six nine. Though. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, because when he dies, I like chill. I like well, don't wish no death on them. I'm not wishing death, but I'm saying like I like trippy. So I'm saying I'm if, if six nine <laughs> die, I don't want it to be that same ex thing again. Where like Both you know, call him a legend. Sure. Like let's like okay, let's get that's, that's uh, X is not a legend by any means. So let's not call six nine a legend when he dies or whoever the next. He's a troll legend. Troll guy. No, but, he's not even that. No, he's a troll guy. No. He's definitely the ultimate troll. But He's I mean, the troll guy. How are you a troll guy and it, it comes back to bite you? Like, what the fuck? Oh, what do you mean? No, He's, you right, his, but I, his whole, everything he's the done, he's the, the only reason but he's he famous now? is... He's a troll guy. All the money that's in his bank account and it's all the troll. that he's put, put in his <laughs> troll. Mouth, he's I like guy. I like to see him spend that in jail though. Huh? I like to see him spend that. Like, I, tro- I think uh, to be a good, I think 50 Cent is the pinnacle of that shit. <laughs> 50 Cent makes it work for him when niggas not in jail. I don't know because he'll really kill a nigga. I don't know. This, this dude walks around, remember that video? 
He walked around. He was in the middle, and it was about eight, like bodyguards, nine <laughs> bodyguards, big <laughs> ass niggas walked in the club with the pistol on his head <laughs> and wish the nigga would. He, he smacks niggas around like in his own video. It's not like it's not like you seeing them run around like all the fights that you see six nine. He's kind of like scuffling around, kind of running. Yeah. Who did he smack? Then he smack uh. Who, it wasn't Meek Mill. Who was it? Uh, that nigga would be dead. Who did 50 smack on the on stage? Remember he smacked? 50? Yeah. Oh, oh. I think no. it was Meek. It wasn't Meek. No. It was somebody, it was somebody in Meek's entourage, though. Yeah, he smacked him. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw him there. look and smack and him. He didn't even contest. <laughs> he didn't step back. Like, he stood. Oh, hold up. My fault. Who was it? No, 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 no. Hell no. We gotta talk about why the fuck they think they can run up on Pusha T like that. That's what I want to Don't ever fucking okay, run up okay, on Okay, but him saying, but them saying it was Drake, like, why would Drake have people yeah. come up on stage? Like, that shit hey, was horrible. You don't horrible. know. Aubrey might be a dark dude. dude hold bro. up. Do y'all know that? That's, hold up. But Aubrey would no. Aubrey would have planned that way better. Niggas yeah, ran up no. Do y'all know Aubrey was in the 757? That nigga Drake was in the seven, had niggas in the 757 trying to get the dirt up on Pusha T. That's true. No, so that nigga's th- pussy. He no, would do okay. some shit like no, that. No, hell no. Concert, what do you mean? I'm trying to finish nigga with the fuck? Hold up. Don't get pissed for me. Didn't start with people throwing water at him Yes, yes. Okay, so... I kind of agree with Greg. I don't think Jake would be like, hey, y'all niggas go to the okay, concert, yeah, fighting on throw his some behalf. water, yeah. and y'all get back inside. I don't want to know his complaint. I don't want to know his complaint. You know what I'm saying? We good. But, but I, I don't, don't think... Don't, like... That's almost like... Aubrey might be a godfather type dude, bro. You don't know what he's about. He's so pussy, OVO? He, he got money. OVO might be money. OVO. Look at, bro. Okay, my thing <laughs> is... Yeah. Yeah. I can see like, you running up. OVO might be deeper than you think, bro. I'm Close the door. Close the door. Close the door, close the door. Close the door, yo. What's wrong with you? What He's you coming right back. Oh, I'm just saying because we're loud. I'm just saying. All right, don't we, got, we got to wrap it up soon. Yeah, we about to wrap it up. I'm just going to say this. You can't disrespect a legend like this. Okay, but the thing no, is, no, 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 I don't no, no, think. No, no. That's like I, Aubrey didn't shows. plan that. That nigga got millions of dollars. He would do something. Who is Aubrey? Drake. Drake. He, he has, that just shows me that Pusha T really won that battle. That just shows me how much niggas hurt. Because if, if, if Drake come to Norfolk, anybody But the thing is, him. why would he got that much money? Why would he plan something so, like, bullshit as that? If he got so much money, why nigga Drake don't care about the L? He making millions of money. Okay, so why is he in the 757 trying to get Dodo on Pusha T? Man, it wasn't just the 75, though. He was hitting up contacts that knew Push that didn't. Didn't live in the seven five, so. but he but he was deep in the seven five, trying to like people. Cause True, he, his thing was push the thing was like the difference between me and him is whatever. Like if you were to find something, if there was something there, I'll wear it all. Yeah, so he won't try to he won't try to put it, put that to the side. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I got you. Pussy, that's what we but, ended right there. Hey, all right. fuck Drake. All right, I'm not rolling. I'm not like, rolling. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, you what too, you fuck, fuck Drake. No, I like his music though, but fuck him. If you talking about no, Pusha T, I'm not rolling. But you really think Pusha he planned T is that? A legend. He really, no, he didn't plan it. But I'm still, I'm still saying like it is. I'm not Drake is not really in this. I'm just saying fuck him just cause. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's all right. it, man. Let's, just let, it, let it, let it rock. Just cause you got his ass beat on. You don't want people to watch this. Forget what. All right, all right, all right. So this has been episode five of the Benchwarmers podcast. Okay. I will I won't be back for a while, so this is just like a little, you know what I'm saying, a little, a little slight taste. pickup. Should we do another one? But that's what I was kind of hoping to do. I'd be this um, is, this is some y'all, y'all stay classy out there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, shout out to and tune in with the what? Tune in with the home team. I say that's gonna be my trip. Tune in with the home team. All right, classy. Shout out VA class. All right, so we're back from the cut. Um, 
I think we're, we're kind of done with the sad part. I'm, I'm kind of just over yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. Want, I'm, I'm tired of talking about the sad, okay. depressing can stuff. I, can I do a topic change? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. for it. Go for it. Okay. Why did Black China endorse this skin whitening cream in Africa? She's dead. In Africa, though. Chill. Because that really happened. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's no, official. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and put out. <laughs> let's go ahead and put out. There there is still um, cream that lightens your skin sold in Walmart. Yeah, soap, right? Yeah, like yeah, there's still yeah. soap and cream that's sold in Walmart, beauty supply sure. stores. So it's not like the problem has gone away and we're blaming her. Right. But really, sis? She already in Africa. Africa. So like, yeah. why? So would wait, you wait, do wait. That? It's Thank a you. it's a cream that lightens your complexion. Yeah. Yes. So you can look lighter. Really? Yeah. And that's only gonna make it worse because we already think that white people are like. The most beautiful see, I, see, I'm not. I don't have any. I don't have any right on this. No, I'm like not, I'm not people think that, that because like of like Barbie dolls, they're white. Jesus complex yeah. yeah. See, but all right, I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait because I I got a I got a point I want to talk to you about. I got a point I want to talk to you about. Um, but I don't know. I think that's low key uh, OC. Like we don't like that's that's not necessary. Yeah. I mean, you gotta get your endorsements though. You feel me? You gotta get that bag. Yeah, why, why go to? Why have whitening cream all the way to Africa? Yeah. What part of Africa? It, I'm curious. It's just I'm in not. Africa. Yeah, it's it just Africa. Cause like, I mean, that might actually be a thing. Like, like, like it might have been like in a built up part. It's not like she's in like some third world country no, or something. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying. That, but what I'm saying is, in your position, and you done built up this. I don't want to say fan club, whatever you want to call it. Why would you make that decision? Like as. As a celebrity, there there's a thousand other things she could have did. And I'm True. not saying that I expect for her to pick up politics and become, you know, someone amazing. But I'm just like, damn, like, this is this is what you had to do, sis? I mean, I'm, I feel like they brought that product to a lot of other artists or, like, celebrities. And mm-hmm. she was just the one who took the bait. Wait, what is what is Black trying to do exactly? I don't know. <laughs> she rap? I think she just got on from Rob. She does have, yeah. Is she, like, a model? No, was she a, a stripper? Yeah, she was a stripper at first when she had her uh, dimples pierced. She was a stripper. Then she got with Tyga, and that's how everybody knew who she was. Then after that, she got with Rob and had that Kardashian baby. Word, word, word. And then she got with the YBNs. Yeah, and then she was messing with Homeboy. Yeah, so she was getting this clout because she was messing with relevant people. But now she kind of falling off. And then even speaking on the skin um, cream, da da da. what about Spice? Oh, yeah, she didn't want to take that shit off. Yeah. Wait, what is that? Okay, so she... I think she's from Jamaica. She's a um. She's a singer, right? That's she was on Love and Hip Hop. She's yeah. She's an entertainer. She was also on Love uh, Love and Hip Hop. Home girl. It was makeup, but it basically looks like she bleached her skin. But everyone was throwing a fit because she had just did a song called Black Hypocrisy. It but actually no, spitting facts a it, little but bit. But it, it was for the it was for like the shit. But she wouldn't take it off yeah, after the fact. Like she that. left that shit on for days. Yeah, and then she posted a picture, no caption, no nothing. Like she just posted a picture and everybody was like, uh, yeah, I mean, what's good? It's like, I don't know, like the whole thing being, being a black, sorry, being a black girl is tough. Like, I mean, they're a loud, angry black girl or everybody's calling me white because I want to speak proper. Like mm-hmm. there's literally like no in between. Like even with me, like going natural, it was kind of like, oh, like. You must not have hair. There's that and the third. And it's like, I've never had hair down to my waist, but I've always had hair. Like, it's never been like that. So it's just weird that, Wait, like... Wait, someone said that to you? Yeah, like, we have to fight this constant battle. Like, even at my job. Is that your hair? Yes. Like, I've never... Wow. Like, I've... I've touch your hair or some shit. Yo. Yeah, like, I've never had a problem growing Yo. my hair. What's crazy is, like... Not to cut you off, but, like... Yeah, yeah. At school, they, like... When I moved in, they, like, did this thing where, like... Um, we learned about, like, microaggressions and, like the importance of like 
watching what you say around certain people because yeah. like VCU is so diverse mm-hmm. and like I was, it just like reminded me of that because I'm like yo like people pe- there's still people that say stupid shit like that yeah like, like, like it say instantly that? gets me hot if I get my hair flat ironed or if whatever the case is and you ask me is that my hair I automatically get frustrated because it's like even if it's not why like why is that a factor that you worry right. about like why is that something that's gonna help you figure out who I am right like when you introduce yourself to someone and whatever you say, yes, I'm going to judge you. Like, that's how I'm going to characterize you in my brain or group you. But I don't think that that's something that's going to make me think. Like, if I see you don't have a haircut, I'm not going to be like, damn, like, he's dirty. Or, like, <laughs> like, that's not something that's going to pass my mind. But as a Tell female, me. that's something that we have to kind of take Tell and me. deal with. So, oh, speaking on hair, as men, do y'all think that a woman with natural hair and a woman who might have a weave or flat in hair will attract different types of men? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because every man has their, uh, their type. Yeah, preference. But 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 I will say, though, okay, when you say, you said, like, weave, right? Yeah, like, if I have interest, do you think that, like, if I go to a mall, some guys are going to talk to me, some won't. Like, do you think that yeah. that's a, that, uh, that's, yeah. that, that's because, big like, of a factor? Because, because. Well, okay, I, oh, my God. I mean, I don't know, like, I just think that, like, if you got, like, the inches, right, and it looks, like, real, dudes are gonna, like, they're not gonna think about that, like, oh, that's yeah. weave, you know? Like, unless they they know. I think black dudes will be like, that's hey, is that her real hair or is Fact. that weave? Like, they're gonna ask before they, they go up and talk <laughs> hey, to you. Yeah, like, is I'm, that her I'm, shit? I'm, I'm gonna ask myself, like, hey, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, because yeah. you wanna know. But at the same time, I think any, like, I think most guys or any guy will We'll fuck with a girl with like weave it if it looks good, but not every dude wants to mess with a girl but that has like I will tell short you, natural hair. Oh, like okay. Even white, like oh. I've met white girls at VCU that have like extensions or like not, they're not even white, they're like they're just not black and they mm-hmm. they have like you know extensions or like a wig, oh, they wear wigs, mm-hmm. yeah. but they'll be like they'll be white or like they'll be Asian yeah, or like yeah. they just they won't like it's something like hmm, like well, other people do it too. De- definitely, I don't know if it's just been like this past year or whatever case that it is. Wigs have become a thing. Yeah. Like a few years ago, wigs were like taboo. Yeah, but now that Yeah, but like now that we're kind of as black women kind of becoming more in tune with our natural <clears> hair, <throat> it's a protective style. Like if I have my hair braided up under it, I'm good. Thanks. So like now it's becoming a thing and you got so so many different styles and stuff that is becoming more accepted. Right. But I remember there was a point that that was frowned upon by everybody, not just like the black community, but like people outside. True. So it's just crazy seeing that growth that like now it's kind of like whatever. Like wearing wigs? Yeah, like that. Like a few years ago, like that shit would not fly. Your friends would be like, why? Like, yeah, cause people you can't would, just get some Brazilian? People would think that like you're like scared of like what's like. like what type of hair like, you got? That's you. Yeah. Like you're, trying to, like you're trying to hide it. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember like a few years back, I was in like eighth grade at least. And, um, I was at church, and this guy, he had, black guy had some blue contacts in. And one of the ministers there, she was like, are those your real eyes? He was like, oh, no. Nah. He was like, and she was acting like, why would you, like, why? Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Like, I've seen, like, dudes, like, or, like, girls even wear, like, contacts and, like, Tiny. you know, make their eyes look different. Tiny and her daughter got that surgery. Yeah. That's a surgery? Yeah, they got yeah. surgery. Or you can get eye contacts. Yeah, I've seen the contacts. But yeah, but damn, like, surgery. Surgery like that. I don't know, but it's... That's wild. It starts young. Like, I had my first perm before I was in double digits because my mom did not know how to deal with my hair. Like, I'm 18, and I'm still learning. God bless her. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I'm still learning how to style my natural hair. So it's kind of like you got to relearn stuff. It's just like with religion or food or, like, whatever you really care about, 
the things that you learn as a child is not something you can really base your life off of. So True. it's like I'm growing now, and like I see some girls who shave their hair and start all over again, like the big chop. It's like I didn't want to do that, but even seeing natural hair becoming on talking, on like TV, that. yeah, like in in Black Panther, you would have never seen other females with their heads shaved that that weren't dykes or that weren't Word. you know the girl who did tech or something yeah, like that, like. But yeah. yeah, this nigga here. <laughs> but y'all, Jay just pulled up. Jay here, man. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut. No, we're gonna let it. Let no, 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 we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut. We're gonna cut. We're gonna cut. Hey, everybody, just look at it. I added a flag. <laughs> I added a flag for you to edit it. Cause you edit it, right? Like a walk up like you in the nineties. <laughs> Lock the door. You look like a goddamn fool. But you know what? Damn. Wait, 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 wait. We don't have space, B. Fuck did y'all invite me there? No one told you to come. You came. Nobody told me to come. Wait, wait, wait! Before you go, before you go, Jay. Oh, I was gonna compliment his haircut. No boo, that jacket is nice. Yes, I was looking at that shit. We didn't even get a chance to say nothing. Bro, come back. All right. Right now, I got this. We're, we're, we're still recording. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>